Take three. Take three. Okay. So, are you ready? Yeah. Is Archibald ready and good to go? You don't gotta call me Archibald. Archibald Glizzy Henny Waster um, Diaz. All the names that I have. Henny Waster. The Joker wanted to be. The Joker? I never wanted to be a Joker. Want to be. When you dodge your hair, you were trying to be something. No, like I Joker. wasn't. There you were. I did it for charity. Jared Leto looking. Paul Blart replacement. All that. All right. Bring us in, man. Come on. No, I don't want to now. You guys just killed me. Oh, after the third time, you don't want to do it? Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of It's On Us Podcast. Mm-hmm. It's Jacob, back here with Ash. Yo, yo. Mr. Gabe. Yeah. And this guy, I ain't, I ain't seen Well, I seen him a little bit sooner. I think I we found him out. We might have found him outside. I don't we know. might have. walking past. Yeah. He, he had like, a hey. nice-ass car. So yes. he was like, oh, let, let's talk to this guy. Okay. Mr. Julian. Hello. Welcome back, bud. Mm-hmm. Thank you. One of the wow. original founders of this. So there was like six of us. Yeah. Seven of us. Six, seven. Seven. There were seven. Yeah. There were seven. Yeah. We had a couple like, you know, it was this this whole adventure has been interesting thus far. Like us getting to this point now is like, it, it took a lot. I'm proud of you guys. It took oh, a lot. Thanks, man. Oh my Especially gosh. from where we started and the, the things we were dealing with at first to where you guys have come, especially on your own. <sighs> We had to go through a lot of turmoil to get to this space, but almost what had to smack Jacob once or twice, but mm-hmm. it's okay. What episode is this? Sixty-nine. Ooh, I'm getting nasty. This that. episode sixty-nine. All right. God help us. No, but uh, first and foremost, you know, we're back. It's been two weeks since we've been on the podcast. We've been, you know, kind of living our lives in a sense. Like we just summertime's here. Everybody has a schedule. You know, Clifton and John aren't here. Are there uh, two uh, main characters in the show? But um. Yeah, I mean, this is a show, right? Oh yeah, right. I just like how you said main characters. That's all. That's yeah. funny. Cool. Um. Anyways, though, what, what's been up with you guys? Everything good? Chilling. You know, taking yeah. it. It's international weekend. Yes. So that's gonna be fun going to. This episode will drop on Tuesday. Yep. So the international would already been passed, but yeah, it's gonna be a great time. The international is this weekend. Yes, yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. It starts yeah. at noon. He said, "Oh shit, I might go." I'm gonna have yeah. to go. Man, I went yesterday. Was it good? Good food? I didn't. I was coming from my softball game, so I didn't really have that much like cash. Yeah, because we, it, it, I think they stopped letting people in at nine. We got there like eight fifty-five. Okay, oh, you so great cash. I, I, I don't know. Okay. How I much are they charging to get in now? Three, three bucks. Okay, it was three bucks last year. Yeah. So three, sure. three chickens. Three chickens. Inflation. So I don't know how that works. But I'm, I'm trying to not shower. Now. See if I can get back in with this. Ooh, hey, different colors, different days. Yeah, like, Maybe. I don't know. That's the thing. I can let you know when I go. Well, man. I don't know. Well, you gotta. Oh yeah. Well, you, you they'll ask you if you want to get stamped because you're re-entry. Yeah, smart. But anyways, what lead me? Like, I have a couple questions that's been on my mind. Um, so first and foremost, self-sabotaging. You guys know what this is, right? We all do it in some sense. Like, why do you think people do this to themselves? Self-sabotage. Because you get. I think sometimes because you could be afraid of what's coming and you don't like it, so you're just going to stop what you're doing and be like, you know what? I don't know. Hmm. 
I know that's kind of a different approach, but yeah. So have you ever experienced yourself like you self sabotage and notice like oh yes. shit I'm self sabotaging myself. Yes, what the I've, fuck am I I've doing? noticed like when I take a break from something or I, I then I'm just like I'm not gonna do it again because I've lost interest. Mm-hmm. And that's something like I'm really bad about, but I'm trying to get better on. Yeah. Like this podcast, I'm I'm trying to better make myself better with you know producing a video and doing little things and stuff like that. So. So just trying to be more committed to, into the projects that I am doing. Okay. So I think it's more so like us like living outside of our comfort zone. And when we get to that growing space, it's like we uh, psych ourselves out of it almost. Like mm-hmm. I'm, I don't, I'm not deserving of this yeah. new experience that I'm about to go yeah. through. And it's like, uh, I'll just stay in my comfort, but I don't I th- know. I think I see that a lot, especially in today's world where people will they don't use their mind you know the mind is the most powerful weapon and you have the ability to question yourself in ways that other people can't question you because you're thinking about it you can run through a hundred different scenarios in your head and it can be a good thing or a bad thing and you have to understand how to control that Mm -hmm. because if you don't you can psych yourself out of trying a new experience because of self sabotaging Mm -hmm. and I see it a lot with younger people, but don't be afraid to try something new just because your mind thinks it's scary or it's not right or it's not the good thing to do. Mm-hmm. Just level out your mic a little bit. There we go. And t- talk more into it. Yeah. There we go. I'm sorry. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I get your point, though. So it's like, uh, I think the awareness of self-sabotage is one thing of like you getting an experience and like okay i'm creating content creating content and then one week you stop doing it and it's like okay i I can take a break but then it gets to two weeks and you're like i'm not really releasing anything that's you self-sabotaging because like you can still do little stuff inside of those two weeks but like you just disconnecting completely the big problem i see is that people self-sabotage and they're self-aware of it but they don't do anything that's the scary part why yeah it's like it's right in front of I you. Try, I try to figure that out too. If I'm self-aware of something that's sabotaging me, it eats me away to the point to where if I don't put an action or a plan in place, even if it's something that I know is a goal that's not attainable for a year, two years, three years, if you don't start to put that thought process into play, mm-hmm. you will never fix that problem. But what if subconsciously that person doesn't see it and they're blinded by it? See, and that's something I don't understand because subconsciously I have those thoughts. And maybe there's people out there that don't. And, and there is. Well, yeah, you got those people that don't have an inner or, conversation. Or no or no one is telling them. Like, it's that's different for you to tell me that, like, tell yourself that. But if you were to say, hey, what you're doing is kind of, you know, self-sabotaging, you know, within yeah. whatever way, then I feel like it's different. But if nobody around you says something, nothing, I feel like that's what's kind of... And even on that, though, like, not, not okay, but, you know, you, that's why you get blinded. You know, that's it's kind of... Yeah. But even if I tell you that, you might jump into defense mechanism like, oh, mm-hmm. you're just trying to yeah. block me from what I'm doing. But in reality, I'm like, I'm your friend. I'm telling you, like, this is what's going on. So it's a choice at the end of the day. Like, you have to be aware enough to be like, this is what I'm doing. Let me stop doing this. Readjust. Do something different. Yeah, like, I think Jacob should stop being basic and getting, you know, frappes and whatever shit she drinks. He has, like, the basic, like, white girl package. It's a, it's a cold brew. Just cold coffee. That's all. Because you're making the switch too now, huh? From yeah, so I'm trying to drink less pop, not as much coffee. I feel like you say that every other 
Why not? Oh well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I have about pop, but I'm bad at it. Mm-hmm. But like, what, I what do you like about pop? Then? I don't know. I'm just, I just like pop. You like sugar free pop or regular pop? Regular pop. So I just tried sugar free Sprite and Coke Zero for like the first time. Yeah, it's not that bad. Right. I've like, tried Mountain Dew sugar free. It's not that bad. What? It's not that. Bad. Yeah. Mountain Dew is the worst kind of pop there is. For I know. Me. I know. So that's why you shouldn't even be no, drinking any of it. Yeah. So that um, I've eaten spinach tortillas. I don't eat flour tortillas anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't eat regular bread anymore. I eat cauliflower bread. Hmm. So just trying to make like improvements like that. How, is, how is that beneficial? Cauliflower bread. I've never even heard of that. It's just not as much as like the flour and stuff. Low carb. Low carb. Is there, gl- is there gluten inside of it? Yeah. I believe so. A that's lot funny. of it or not really? I don't know. I gotta look it up. You would know if you cut gluten out of your diet, you'd feel different. So, so I'm just making those adjustments. Starting the gym on Monday, I gotta switch up like how early I wake up and stuff like that to make sure I get good. Yeah, start a good routine for myself. And this brings me to my next topic: uh, the concept of time oh, and traveling <laughs> in time. And oh, I think God. that we all do this in our minds, but a lot of us aren't aware of that time travel, like space, like. Are you like hypothetically? Alluding? I'm gonna cut you off real quick. We time travel every every night. Every night, okay. So you're aware of this, okay? Yeah. Okay. How? You sleep, and so, when you go to so bed, what, what happens? Okay. When so, you go to bed and you wake up, what happens? Time goes. So then, what did you just do? In that time, you slept. But you, you, you're not laying there the whole time, feeling you're asleep. You go to bed and you wake up. Okay. So, so do you have dreams per se? Sometimes, very rarely. Where do you go in your dreams? Do you know? I'll be having like old workplaces and stuff like that, or just sometimes it's just a memory. Hmm. You don't have no off the wall dreams. Nah, not really, bro. I'd be having some random. I wish ass I could like dreams. Like, uh, bro. Plug in a pillow like, and watch it in the morning of my dream. That'd be fucking <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Do you have weird dreams, Julian? I do sometimes, but I've learned. You know, I I used to not sleep. Like I used to try to stay up. Oh no! Yeah, this dude would drink a Red Bull at like. Like midnight ten, yeah and i don't know why like i just i liked to be awake mm-hmm. but something that i read in a book um really opened my eyes to respecting sleep a lot more mm-hmm. and it's made me fall asleep easier and it's not a battle for me anymore i can put myself to bed now like mm-hmm. if i want to go to bed i'm gonna go to bed and the reason for that is is if you get less than six hours of sleep a day you lose 70% of that information that goes into your mind. Mm-hmm. Because when you sleep and you go into a deep sleep called REM sleep, mm-hmm. your body and your mind get to a point to where it annexes all of those past experiences you had into memories. There's reasons why certain people remember certain things and certain people don't remember certain things. Mm-hmm. The more you sleep, the better you are at retaining your memory. The less you sleep, the harder it is for you to ever re, re, re grasp. I must have really good sleep patterns then, because I remember a lot of shit. Yes, people that remember a lot of stuff yeah. get good amounts of sleep. So you you, you experienced a lot of REM sleeping. You're saying is, remembering as in your dreams, or just remembering like something you did from last week or some I, shit like that. So I I remember two weeks ago I used a red pen to get a signature okay. on a certain piece right. of paper. I didn't, I didn't know which yeah. aspect you were talking about. Yeah. No, but I say this like time traveling portal which is what the mind is in a sense like we go to sleep and then we we're beings we're human and beings yes so like we're able to experience different 
realities of life. Like the metaverse is real in our mind already. Uh, yeah. Right? So like you can get a whole idea sleeping on something and wait, awaken and if you don't get more than six hours or less than six hours, it's lost information. But if you get six hours exactly or more, you can apply that information that was in the dream. I just think sleep in general. Because yeah. there are people that don't don't sleep. I can't do it. I take power so, naps. But to to go back to kind of what you said, why do you feel like it's not time traveling when you do sleep? I don't know. I just feel like you're you're not I when I think of time travel, I think of going dimensions or mean not dimensions decades or like year like something like that that but what's the difference between hours then you sleep for hours because you're sleeping you're still doing something in can this you, current time can you close your eyes and oh. think of something from four or five years ago and visualize it can you see it in front of you yeah what do you call that a memory how did you pull that memory Okay. Traveled okay. Back in time. That's fair. That's fair. And I think people get stuck in the twenty-four-hour cycle that yeah, we're in. You're trying to go time travel with decades, which is not I'm realistic. Thinking, I'm thinking right Back to now. the Future. Yeah. yeah. You've only exactly. You can only time. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You're time traveling on, based off the experience you had. But what if you can travel forward in your mind into like a the future? What, like talk to your higher self or your next self, get information from that person, and bring it back to this present person. Okay. Could you do that? No. Why not? That's when incursions occur. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, almost like... There's deja- a whole paradox, man. You yeah, like, deja be- vu, and, like, I feel like those ex- instances, like, I was in a reality at one space, experiencing it, and then I arrived here again. It was, like, almost like a loop. Bro, mm-hmm. like, you can't... But, see, time is such a... Fr- the concept of clock time is man-made. The concept of time itself is something more greater than out. I don't think anybody would ever understand because of what you just tried to explain is if you could try to go into the future mm-hmm. and talk to yourself and get information and bring it back in some sort of way you'd be causing like a paradox you think how that's can, a stigma between yeah. how but how can two of you exist at the same time there's more than possible. two of you and it's not possible at the same time at the same time but that doesn't now if you I, went okay. to a different universe you are breaking every law that exists if you're standing in front of yourself. Yes. I'll probably freak the fuck out. Yes. Yeah. You are creating a paradox. Now, if you're going to a different or a par- parallel universe, then you can see yourself. But you're intruding in that universe. Yes. You're not supposed to be there. Exactly. You're not but understanding what I'm trying to ask. So. I'm not saying physically have two people. I'm Like you said, mentally, could you talk to the other person? You don't have to see them. You don't have to know them. But could you no. be intellect with another human being that is you? I'm going to say no. Because I don't look at I don't fully grasp of how, like, you're talking basically. Mm-hmm. The way I, you're explaining is how I'm receiving it is that basically planting a seed in your mind and realizing you plant that seed when you're older type of shit. I mean, yes and uh, yes and no. I, I'm only saying this because I just watched Buzz Lightyear. And how did this question for us to like? uh, No, because movies show little glimpses of like what could be and like what reality the different. And that's fair. That's fair. So, in in Buzz Lightyear, he was able to travel at light speed, but it took him so long to get to this point. Like they said, "Hey, you're going to orbit this planet, come back four minutes and four minutes and three seconds." That's how long the trip is. He was like, "Okay, four minutes. That's not that bad." Goes out, 
comes back within that four minutes, but he missed four years. So I'm like, oh, so time out in space is different from time here. So it's like he didn't age. He only aged four minutes, but everybody else aged four years. So like, do you think we're shifting to that eventually? Like us being able to travel at light speed? Yeah, I think we're going to get there. I mean, I think that's here's here's the thing about like, if you think about time, time for you is not the same as time for me. No, we both do things at a different pace, a different measurement you know i may calculate something differently than you do and time is the reason we have a standard is so people can get a grasp of where they are because if say there weren't clocks right how would you live your life how would you put yourself to bed how would you know it's bedtime how would you know it's time to go to work that'd be our natural body uh our natural body clock right every everybody's natural body clock is different Mm-hmm. Just like everybody's time to kick it is different, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, so or ways to kick. It. The reason clocks were created was to create a consistent structure, structure time. Hmm. I don't know. Whoever came up with this whole like formula that that we we're operating on is genius level because we've been doing it for this programming has been going on for centuries, yeah. centuries. I'm like, I gotta talk to this person. <laughs> I got to. He, he got the winning formula. No, he he for figured sure. something out though, right? So I think us becoming more aware of it and actually doing something about it, like you said, outside in the garage, we talk a lot about stuff that we're doing, but like the action behind doing something isn't there. No, some have it though. I do notice some people have it. Like if they talk about it a year from then, like I was just talking um our guy Lewis that was on the show a couple months ago, mm-hmm. a month ago, and like. He's made an adjustment since then. Like, and I'm like, oh, bro, I'm doing this now. I'm doing this. I'm like, oh, you you thinking this next level level now. Because a lot of people don't do that. So I, I feel like the ones that can do that, that's going to get in their way. And that's where you talk about compounding ideas and setting goals. You know, some people have a hard time setting a goal that's, six months out a year out two years out three years out if you don't do something like that these next level things people talk about you can't achieve that if you can't even get through the fundamentals that it took to get to the goal that you want to achieve Mm -hmm. and that's where you know we talk about subconscious conscious being self-aware you have to you have to plant that seed even if it takes five years for that seed to, to develop, mm-hmm. if you never planted that seed along the way, the things that are required to make that seed blossom and bloom, you're not going to do. So when that five year comes up and you're asking yourself, why didn't I do this? Why didn't I achieve this? Because you didn't do the things that are necessary or required to achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. People sometimes get stuck. Of, All right, I need to get through today. I need to get through tomorrow. Yes, you need to get through every day one day at a time, but you can't live one day at a time. Mm-hmm. You have to plan. And like, I gotta go to the grocery store today. I haven't gone to the grocery store in two weeks. I've mm-hmm. been saying that. If you don't put that thought in your mind, you're just gonna keep going every day, ordering out, doing takeout. Mm-hmm. You have to tell yourself these things, you have to talk about these things with yourself. And it's just having that inner monologue, which most people have, some people don't have it, of actually doing something with their life. Like, wherever my friends are, wherever you guys are, that's completely fine. But, like, like I said, 
I'm approaching this time spectrum a lot different now that I've become more aware of like it's not linear. Mm-hmm. We can operate in time however we choose. You know what I mean? Like you may be asleep by nine o'clock, but nine o'clock, my genius is awake working. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, let's get to work. So I don't know. That's just a thought I had today and I'm like, uh, it's been like marinating for like probably a couple of days now. So what else, you, what else you got jotted down over there? Um that's this uh Roe versus Wade. What happened uh two days ago? Nah, we we gonna yesterday. We are gonna we're gonna say that. We're gonna have an all ladies episode because yes. I don't I don't feel like I, we I feel should. like we should. We we have our we we yeah. I think we all have the same idea about it that it's not good, mm-hmm. not smart. Um, but we're not gonna touch on them because I feel like that's a subject for women to take over our mics for. This is something that has to do with women's rights. Right. I don't think it has anything to do with, with men. I think, yeah. it, I think this is a setback for, for women's rights, mm-hmm. and it, 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 they need to do something about it. Yeah. I think we all just have to do something about our rights, our natural-born rights. Mm-hmm. Correct. Everybody in the whole... Yeah, now let people. But, I mean, if it's, if it has to start with the, with women, then we're gonna have to start with them first and make sure that they're right. I don't know. know I mean? said this a couple of episodes. I'm like, women are like the gatekeepers of everything. Mm-hmm. We're born through a woman. Yep. So vaginas are kind of like portals, man. I said this like a couple episodes ago, but I don't know, man. I'm just saying, like, without them, where will we be? Do you think there's a uh, a time travel t- travel portal, like somewhere on Earth? Earth. Say that three times fast. Try time travel <laughs> portal time travel whatever but do you think so yeah i mean they definitely like, they, there's like you looked up a rock one day and just bam you're just going to a different time a rock though it's hiding i would say there's portals but it's not through time essentially like it's you could like landslide in the in, in the canyon in the rockies and end up in mexico like, and you know what I mean? that's how my dreams be i just it's weird i don't know but yeah you watch Stranger Things? Of course I watch Stranger Things. I've never watched Stranger Things. Please Games. watch. Viewers out there, if you haven't, I'm sure you got, most of you guys have. So you, are you opposed to watching it? No, I That just, was good. How you just talked in there. That was great. I haven't watched it, really. As long as it's not weird, like he, the fucking shit he was talking about out there. So, like, Ooh, I got to stop cussing that too, girl. My bigger. No, you're good. <laughs> but, um, so, me and Shanta just tried it on one night. I'm like, let's try it. Whatever. We got through the first three episodes of season one. We caught up. We're we're caught up with everything now. So you binge watched? Oh, we binge watched the fuck what, out of What that. got you hooked to Stranger Things? <sighs> you can cuss, but I can't see this. <laughs> Grandpa really blew down on me. Said, "Boy, you gonna have to stop cussing on that podcast." <laughs> I'm growing. No, go but um, the the unexpected twists that come. There's a lot of good twists that come. So we're just like, oh, I like how they did that. I like that relation. I like you know da 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 da. So. That the the twist for sure, and it's I would say it's scary, but not scary scary if that makes sense. Like it has its jump scares that will get you. I'm like, oh, I didn't expect that from the, this type of show, but it's good. It's, it's smooth. I'm always into like the sci-fi. Oh, I love sci- sci-fi, psychological sure. thriller type of deal. Like uh, Jordan Peele has a movie coming out. Nope, you seen the uh, yeah, clip to that? Sounds like good. Uh, nope. I might have to go see that too. I'm going nope. to it. Nope. Nope. Yeah. No. Nope. There's another one coming out called Smile. Oh my yes, god, that movie, movie looks fucking crazy. And I was on Snapchat like like watching one of those uh, like bizarre cooking shits yeah. or whatever. The and off. the trailer kept coming and coming and coming. I'm like, fuck it, let me just watch this shit, bro. I'm like, I'm like, 
Next motherfucker to smile at me, my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, that's fucking crazy. That was crazy. Yeah. Uh, real quick, let's give a, sh- a shout out to our sponsor, Creative Genius Brand. Make sure you guys go on the website, www.creativegeniusbrand.org. Get your merch that you see that's on the table. We also have a tab for IOU, which is the podcast that we're shooting this on. Um, get your merch there and uh, make sure you guys tap in. Yeah. That's all, right. all we got. We, ha- we have to work on. Maybe getting potential sponsors from. I don't yeah. Know. Once we get that shit going, bro, it's to yeah. the moon. So, like, like, like doggy coin. Yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> what else? What, what else we got today, Julian? I'm. So, it's good to have you on, man. I feel like there's so much that we missed out on. Twenty-four. Yeah. Yeah. So it's been uh, it's been a while. It's been over a year since I've been on. Easily. Yep. Yeah. Just do it. You guys know, I, you know, life hit a crazy turn for me, and uh, I had to right some wrongs and mm-hmm. fix some things. Um, you know, long story short, uh, I made a couple mistakes, lost my job, lost my career, and uh, you know, life continues to go on. And you know, I think the reason why I'm here today is because I knew everything that I did in my heart was right and not wrong mm-hmm. um, I paid the consequences for my actions but what other people define you as can't hold you back for being true to yourself period and, <laughs> you know I'm not going to shit on where I worked or what happened but I was there for nine years I made an honest mistake and it was a pretty bad it was a pretty bad mistake you're human nobody died nobody no, was hurt mm-hmm. I'm still here um, but I was guilty before a chance to be proven innocent. Um, th- they showed me that respect is not um, is not even earned in, in a corporate America. You know, capitalism is definitely about numbers and money, and if you mess with that in any way, shape, or form, they will punish you. And mm-hmm. um, you know, after nine years and working through covid and all the crazy things that came with retail during covid they demoted me over a team's call mm-hmm. and basically uh you know when when things got rough for me they weren't there for me anymore um and you know i, I kind of want to share this message to everyone um when something goes wrong in your life and the people that you think are supposed to be there for you should be and they're not uh, don't take it personal. You just need to work through it yourself because not everybody can deal with your problems the way that you have the ability to. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, shit. That was... So what yeah. he just said I, is in the four me. agreements, too. Don't take things too personal. Yeah. Yeah, because... Yeah. And I did for the, a whole year, and I think that's part of the reason why I didn't come around so much mm-hmm. um, was because personally I was so hurt that what happened to me happened... I just couldn't function properly. Um, you know, after I got demoted, I had a shitty job, no car, no license. I wasn't being able to pay my bills, and uh, they took advantage of me. Um, you know, they had no intention of helping me off my feet. They wanted me to figure out how to do this on my own, and I figured it out. But I figured it out the right way, and that was by opening my mind and looking at other options. Um, 
you know, I five months ago put my two weeks notice in. Mm-hmm. They told me to go home the day I put my two weeks notice in. Had no respect for me. Didn't want me to finish working. And uh, that was it. I moved on. I got a new job. Uh, I am making a, a great amount of money compared to what they had settled on with me. Ain't worried about none. Mm-hmm. Not worried. You have to know your own worth. And if you take that and you apply it in places, people will show you different things that you didn't know existed. So don't get complacent at a job. Mm-hmm. You know, be af- don't be afraid to make change. It, it, it is scary. You know, I was comfortable there. I, I started this job at 16, and I did it for nine years. My The years of developing my mental aptitude for who I am as a person, mm-hmm. I spent with this company. So when I took things so personal, it's because I was so invested in them. Yeah. And they they spent hundreds of thousands of dollars flying me all over the country to train me and teach me how to be a better person. Mm-hmm. And when I made that mistake, for some reason it just all went out the window. And I don't understand. I don't understand where that logic came from other than, you know, um, I did some damage to a car that needed to be fixed. But yeah. Which you're still in tech. You're still here. Correct. And they didn't value me enough to show me that they cared. They put me in a position after multiple conversations. They didn't want to do anything that I had in mind. They told me what I was going to do. And unfortunately, it just didn't work for my life anymore. So I had to move on. I think that the universe removed you from a situation to give you a better one. But the universe helped but mm-hmm. if you don't take that step to do it yourself, let me tell you, it took me three weeks to finally muster up the courage to put in my two weeks notice because I loved this place so much and I was so brainwashed mm-hmm. that I didn't want to leave. You were, you were to a good man for day, that shit. They made it comfortable enough for this but, is But weird. I wasn't comfortable. Oh. I just knew what I was doing and they were taking advantage of me. I was, I used, I was to, I used to run in four locations company car credit card phone all that running around they put me as a grunt full-time employee with no management allowed at a location and mm-hmm. they were using me. i was selling millions of dollars a year mm-hmm. they wanted me to still do that but pay me as an hourly employee after i was a salary employee for eight years you, you see what i'm saying yeah, yeah, it, yeah it just they they completely flipped the script and what that does to a person it is it, it's, it, it's not right mentally it took me almost the whole year to just get a grasp of myself. And that's not fair to the people out there that work so hard for these companies. Putting in countless hours. Oh you ever my read God. the book Outliers? No. So essentially what they say is for you to perfect your craft, you have to invest 10,000 hours. Okay. I invested those 10,000 hours. Mm-hmm. Selling is a passion and that's my craft. That's all. I, that's all I want to do is sell. I can learn other things, but to become into one of those things, you have to invest time, and time is not something that people should take for granted. It is very valuable. The time that you spend learning something, it sucks. You really want to sit there and read a bunch of books? No. no. But the retention, the memory, the access. That it gives you to greater thought is par none. To piggyback off that sentiment, um, I do agree how you just said how the, having that knowledge, having that it 
to a certain extent because I don't learn well from books. Never been a strong reader, but I've taught myself a lot yeah. to where I could be in a situation. Oh, I could do that. Let me show you type shit. Mm-hmm. So I think not. You know, we always go back Hands to knowledge. Experience. Yeah, knowledge Easy is power. Yep. Information is power. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is key. So, like I said, you got to emphasize on the information that you're getting. Rather, it's lost if you don't apply right. it to anything. You got to keep it sharpened. Yeah, no. Sitting here now, knowing the things I know now, I wish I could have gone back in time and told myself these things because I would have removed myself from the toxic situation I was in so much longer mm-hmm. before. But because I was self sabotaging myself, I was too afraid to move forward. Mm-hmm. Okay. No, that's key though, because uh, I forget. I seen a post, and it was like it was a famous painter, and he walked into a restaurant and uh, sat down at the table. And the lady was like, "Hey, you're this famous painter." And he was like, "Yeah, can you draw me?" She was like, "Can you draw me something on this napkin?" She was like, "He's like, yeah, of course." Does the painting, gives it to her. He's like, "How much is?" He said, "Now I'm going to charge you X amount of dollars for this." She was like, "Why are you? Why would you do that?" What took me 40 years to learn. I gave it to you in five minutes. So when your worth goes into play, remember that. Correct. You were there for nine years. Information and the skills that you obtain now apply in different spaces. Apply anywhere. That made you lethal. It yeah. did. It did. It did. I learned some of the best things from one of the best companies out there, and they don't see it that way. Mm-mm. Well, and that too, like I actually had a boss tell me, like, why are you teaching me all these things? He's like, I'm teaching you how to order take. I'm teaching you how to, like. That may seem simple to you, mm-hmm. but if you think about it in the grander things of far as resume building, he was like, look at all these different tasks you can do and different things. I was like, holy shit, dude. Like, wow. And I think like employers or employees or jobs, they don't emphasize enough on like conscientious, conscientious hiring, like hiring with a conscious of like this person is good enough to do this task. Let me put him in position so he can do this. You just hire anybody to do any just job. Just have a body like, hey, no. you got this? That's something that I've learned a lot, especially working in corporate America. They don't hire people based off of if they're right for the job. They hire based off of a metric. Hmm. And I'll give you an example. One of the last goals that this company I was at before I left was to get 30% women and 30% minorities into all roles. And I'm not against that. But if you're not hiring people to do the right job Mm -hmm. and you're hiring based off of a metric, you're self-sabotaging your own company. Mm -hmm. And some of these places don't see that. I, I used to work at a location or a job where I had to lift easily 100 pounds every five minutes, okay? They gave me an assistant manager, great girl, who weighed 80 pounds. She couldn't lift these. But because the company had this initiative to get you know certain people in certain positions, she was there. Great person. Did everything else great. Mm-hmm. But the, the core of our business, 30, 30%, 40% of it was physical. It's physical labor. And I had to do it all. And I don't have a problem doing that. But then that creates an, a, a, different, a different type of advantage or disadvantage. Mm-hmm. Now we're not all sharing the same responsibility. Mm-hmm. Now we're... We're dividing responsibility based off of who can do the job with what you're given. And that's not fair. You should be able to work with people that want to work together and can all coexist. And we all made it work. Mm -hmm. But 
I knew that I wasn't allowed to leave work early any day because at any time somebody could call in one of these big heavy orders and she would call me crying that she couldn't do it. And I respected her for that. Yeah. But why is that got to be my problem? Employers don't understand that. They just say you're going to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And that's not how people are operated to work. And that is why the term the great resignation is a slap in the face because these companies are using that term as a scapegoat to say people are leaving because this or that or whatever. They're leaving because they don't want to deal with your bullshit anymore. And they don't have to. If and COVID ta- to. if COVID taught us anything is that you don't need companies. Correct. They need you. Correct. And some companies respect that. Mm-hmm. Some companies, you get that one bad egg that is unfortunately in charge of making these certain decisions, they don't care. And the consequences aren't something you see immediately. It's something you see that trickles down for years to come. The trickle-down effect. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I like that no, word, I mean, trickle. Take chances. Yeah, no. Oh, yeah, take chances for sure. And I like how you say, who said 2020 taught us that we didn't need companies? I did. Yeah. I mean, shit, we started this podcast in 2020, bro. My job changed overnight when COVID hit. They closed every retail location we had, and we had to tailor our sales business to a curbside delivery service overnight. Mm-hmm. The employees put that plan together, not the, not the upper management. They didn't know what to do. So we're out here operating, doing what we need to do for them to make money, and we don't, we don't even get a thank you card. We don't get a raise. Companies are making record-breaking profits, and we're out here doing all the grunt work. That was the start of it, especially in retail and the food industry. People mm-hmm. don't want to deal with bullshit if they're not going to get paid or respected. And the crazy part is, like, whatever you do, whatever your job or trade, it's all customer service. Everything. Almost everything. Does. Everything's customer service. Whether you work in a cubicle by yourself or you're out selling directly to people, you're still servicing some end goal for someone. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a crazy way to look at it, too. Like, we're all, like, prostitutes in a sense, right? <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just finding who's going to not pimp you out. This house sounds terrible. Well, yeah, like, you, who's going to pay you the most? Who's going to pay you the most for your service? Shit. That's I know how. That's the best way to put it. There. I know how much I'm, I'm worth. Not, But some people don't think that way, and some people don't care about that type of wealth. Mm-hmm. And I respect that. Like, you know, like doctors that get their PhD and whatever they get it in. They have a wealth of knowledge, but they may not be the, the wealthiest. No. But they have knowledge, and knowledge can be power. Some people like knowledge more than they do money. Yeah, that's why I applaud people who die with those degrees, and they're on their wall, and you can show them off to people, and that's fine. To me, that's that doesn't do anything. And that was part of the reason why I didn't completely finish college, yeah. was because I realized that once you get into something, and you have experience and history... And you sit down and talk to somebody. Yeah, they can see real, real, realize real. Yeah. Everyone needs to remember yeah. that. So if you're faking yourself, and you don't even have to, to, to they could just look you in the eyes and tell. You know, they say never judge a book by a cover, but real recognizes real, and mm-hmm. that comes with knowledge and experience. I told myself back in uh, 2017, 16, maybe, I became really smart. I became smart when I dropped out of college. I I became more aware when I was given different opportunities for different jobs of like how, you know, how the system, you know, or employees, employers work. Because I went through three different jobs within probably a year and a half. And it was a number. 
And it wasn't like because I was bad at those jobs. I founded things that suited my life and how it was flowing. Yeah. And how how I wanted to be treated. I had a great job. Car allowance, phone allowance, shit like that. This lady called me, talked to me down like I was her son. Like, because I messed up something. Instead of talking to me about it, she tried down to me. I looked at my supervisor and said, here's my two weeks, bro. He said, bro, I understand. Mm-hmm. He said, I'm sorry that she had to treat you like that. He said, I talked to her. I said, I do appreciate that, mm-hmm. but I'm readjusting for how my life is about to be. Okay. He said, okay, I respect that. So that right there was like, the, the HR lady didn't really like that, but I told her, it is what it is. Like, But, you know, you, you learn. You, you know, you learn and you get that knowledge. Yeah. Now I have a wealth of knowledge of communicating with a bunch of different people. Yeah, and you so. have to be an effective communicator too. At the end of the day, like just be able to talk to people. Like you got to get your point across. Communication yeah. is key. No, all right. Communication like, is key. How, how I talk to you guys, and it's just like code switching in some sense. Like some people code switch too much when you get into those higher places, and I'm like, just stay true to who you are, and like you know how to talk to people. Yeah, as long as you're not disrespectful. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a way of talking to people, and there's a way of using your language to mm-hmm. elevate your worth more and more like you it's don't have to talk a lot to people to get what you're saying no it's also how you apply yourself in things you know when you are trying to build relationships or find new people everything you do is a process and if you take that process and you simplify it into a way that makes sense for you Mm-hmm. It becomes easier, and I'll give you an example. Sales. Sales can be one of the hardest jobs on the planet. I love sales. One of the most stressful jobs on the planet, mm-hmm. and that's why it's not for everybody. But do you want to know what somebody said to me one day, and it elevated me as a salesperson to the point to where it clicked, and I never looked back? Friends buy from friends. Hmm. Simplify sales to that. Friends buy from friends. I like that concept. You don't have to like everybody. No. You're not supposed to like everybody. If you take care of their needs and you can do it being a friend and not being an asshole, it doesn't matter what the price is. That alone is is priceless, the value. Mm -hmm. And that's why I pick and choose who I do business with, where I go, where I shop, because I'm not going to go somewhere and spend my money on something if that person is going to treat me like shit. They don't have to be my friend. No. But when you take that logic and apply friends buy from friends, it makes things so much simpler. Mm -hmm. It makes it easier to talk to somebody. It helps remove that anxiety. I just want this guy to be my friend for a couple minutes. Yeah. Think about saying that. Man, I I don't want to go deal with this guy. You know, my boss, I know as soon as I get there, he's going to cuss me out. You know what I think? Mm-hmm. I need to go there and make this guy my friend for a couple minutes. We're going to have a transactional conversation as friends. Yes. Because we're taking something from each other and then... After it, may that, start, networking. it may not start that way, mm-hmm. but my goal is always to finish that way. Yeah. About like networking. Like, I'm going to the international today, like, with my t-shirt. Ash made for me. Mm-hmm. Shit, I want to have business cards. I even told John, I'm like, hey, I'm networking. She's like, no, I'm like, it's family time, but it's also networking time. Because I can do both. Yeah. Because... If we were a podcast from the range, shit, we should be there in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, represent. Yeah, we just got to be consistent. I'm so thankful you didn't put Glizzy on my shirt because if somebody, I'll, if I was walking down and somebody said Glizzy, I'll be like, 
But look at the clickbait and the traction. True. Like, what the that f- is true. Why is Glizzy on your shirt? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, no, that's one thing. So, yeah, you got the international going on today. I got a thousand and two things you got going a on bunch today. Of shit. You got two basketball Me games both. at a wedding? I have, well, once I'm done with this, uh, I have a basketball tournament to go to. I have a wedding at six o'clock. I have a game at seven, which I probably miss. So, who's getting married? Uh, my wife's cousin is getting married. Yeah. So, it'd be a cool wedding. You like being able to say that? Yeah. My wife? Yeah. I almost like, I almost said like significant other, but like, eh, <laughs> my wife. Yeah. It's a wholesome one, like. Yeah. You married. Yeah. It's cool. Two, what, two, three months? Three yeah. months to your anniversary? It's in September. So, two? No, we're not in July yet. Three so, months. Three so, months I know I want to get married someday, mm-hmm. but. Was it hard for you to put aside all of the things that men think about to become that wholesome for your wife? Yeah. And how long did it take you to be able to fully just Oh, gosh. That? I'm 29 now, so I got married last year. I proposed two years prior to that, so... How long it, were you dating before you proposed? Like three years. So what made you just say, I think I'm ready to be wholesome and pop the question? Oh, uh, just because, like, you get tired of, like, just, I don't know, dealing with other energies in the world. And I'm like, this is the only energy I need, he, honestly. He was excited. He was excited as hell when he bought that ring, bro. You could see it. Yeah. Because he hit me up. He was like, hey. Can you? I was like, yeah. So we go up to the shop. Mm-hmm. He's like, I like that one. It's like, just an experience that I wish all you guys could go through. I mean, if you're open to marriage, that's cool. We know how the con tract of marriage like some people get married five times i'm never doing that shit so like <laughs> no just go through that experience be in that moment and it was probably one of the best moments of my life thus far i always imagine having a kid is like way different than that because you're bringing a whole like right. other you it into dep- the world it depends how that kid's acting so that's yeah, that's on youtube you i don't know so no but yeah i encourage you guys so i mean any questions oh, Jacob, you're next, aren't you? Yeah, we've been engaged for. Well, we've been together. You guys for are already years. married, so yeah, y'all yeah, been engaged more, more than y'all been dating. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wild. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's that's just my take on it, though. No, I feel it. Yeah. I feel it. Well, shit. Do we got anything else? Or are we gonna go into mental shit. health? When I get married, it's gonna be a movie. A movie. Too we already family. know. You got a big family. Yeah, I got way too much. You gonna do everything there, I deal with. So, is there? Yeah, did you feel yeah, like I'm there like was a limit? Me. Like, did you have a limit in your head of how many people you wanted to invite? Hell no, I wanted the, I wanted my shit at the Brown Stadium, fucking <laughs> Super Bowl type of wedding. Like everybody, it's a it's a whole. Damn. I'm that's what I'm saying. My life is a movie. I feel like, and I'm like, I want everybody to be mm-hmm. celebrating this special moment with me. I look, you want to have like my wedding at like Kalahari in like their big ass like ballrooms. That'd be dope. like how we went for prom yeah. and shit. That that would be fire. Yeah. But then you get into the spending of yeah. the actual wedding, and it's like that seventy k for a wedding, hundred k so for a wedding. You're yeah. like twenty. You, think about it like that: twenty five to thirty dollars per plate of food. Mm-hmm. What did you say? It's tw- some weddings. It's twenty five to thirty dollars for a plate of food. Try a hundred to one hundred fifty dollars no, no, per plate. No, but I've seen also some weddings where it's like that too. Yeah. But some also break it down by packaging. Too like yeah. It depends on where you go. Yeah, it all depends on where you yeah. go though too. Yeah. Because some places have, okay, this is the package that we have for 
the silver tablecloth and then we got the gold tablecloth you know it's like you know what i mean so you got your cheaper options but you also do but then you gotta bring in alcohol and how much is that gonna cost and Mm -hmm. shit like that i will tell you this do not have a wedding if you're not gonna have an open bar because people will not show up oh man i actually went it was a requirement for us to have because both of our families are alcoholics a lot so it's fine right we like to have a good time indulge whatever but like i just wanted to be open for anyone i'm taking drinks with the people downstairs are just chilling like hey come have a drink with me you like, just got oh. married yeah oh that shit was lit your wedding was lit and you know in three months we'll watch our anniversary video again i'm sure we'll both tear up about it but like yeah definitely i want to see clifton uh killing it on the dance floor again Hell yeah. oh my god that shit was mad funny and john yes both <laughs> of them so yeah uh you know for anybody that wants to get married uh it's completely horrible. You're happy all the time. Life is really good for you. Um, get to just get a brand new car in the brand driveway. new car, <laughs> brand new house. You know, just you, level up in life. So I mean, if you are looking to get happy, if you're looking to be happy, you know, marriage is one option. But you can be happy without it too. Right. So, yeah. All right. What else we got? That's it. Yeah. That's all we got. Yeah. All right. And we'll go on marriage. Yeah. We're going to our mental health. Uh, aspect of the show where uh one through ten we ask how are you feeling mentally physically spiritually um jacob you want to start oh you're just gonna be like oh hey jake you go first okay so i'm a solid seven okay everything's been going pretty good got that project coming up shortly mm-hmm. um parker's been bad ever since he's turned for like four, like the whole week just like not unusual and that's unusual for him so it's like you tested me how old is he? He just turned four. So Leanna's four going on five, and I don't know what changed in her. It's like the moon changed this past week. Yeah. Specifically, I'm like, dude, how, you how are they listen- behaving? Like, just he ain't listening. Whiny. Huh? They don't listen. They oh. just give you an attitude. And then, like, this. They ask a question. You say no, and they freak out. And I'm just like, where is this energy coming from? And then, Parker, <laughs> go, sit on, go sit on step. No, you sit on step. You're being the rude. Yeah. I'm like, like who are you I will throw to? my shoe at you right now. Hey. No lie, look, I threw a ball at his face yesterday. I told Charlotte it was an accident. That shit was on purpose. See, why you, so shit. why do you gotta feel? Why do Being you gotta feel like you gotta lie to when you discipline him? I mean, that's your kid too. Oh no, yeah. no, that Throwing no, a ball at no. His face is like discipline. It isn't discipline. It's being a dickhead <laughs> to your kid. It's, I mean, no, it's a legit. That is being disciplined. No, are you kidding me? Do you not know who my dad is? I know who your dad I is. I couldn't swim at four years old. He threw me in a twelve I foot re- pool. Re- I heard like figure it out. <laughs> and you're talking about. Oh, I, it was an accident. No, no, it's no, your I kid. If you wanted to beam him, if he's talking back, nah, because I seen her face. I was like, man, I'm not even going to try to get into this argument right now. I'm just like, yeah, it's accident. But why? That's what I'm asking you. Why should that be? Because for anybody, like you should. You, no do, one, you do things like that sometimes in a relationship. You just do it. It's just put and, your pride aside. Yeah, you put your pride aside. That's not what I'm asking. What, then what I understand asking? why you did it. Okay. But why? Why is it an issue? Is not not for you specifically. But okay. why do you feel like some people? I don't, oh okay but, I see. discipline their kid differently let me interject on that I, I wouldn't know how mm-hmm. to I, but I do he does get spankings though too like it's not like I just like I don't discipline him I discipline him but like in that situation in that time that's what I'm no that's what I'm saying exclude oh, Parker exclude, I'm not talking okay. about him okay I'm saying why do you feel like some parents no matter who it is A and B mom dad discipline their kid in different ways and why like Oh, just how did how does that like you know what I mean? How do you coexist and make sure oh, okay. that you don't cross those lines? Because like you're saying. you said, he gets whoopings and shit. The, but. Yeah, there just because uh, there's situations to where it's like 
I there are situations where I discipline them one way, and she'll be like, "Why did you do that this way?" And I'll tell her, "Like, look, look, because A, B, and C." But then, like, she'll have a situation with them, and approach it totally different. I'm like, "Why did you do it this way?" Mm-hmm. And then she'll tell me. And there's sometimes I learn from it, but there's also sometimes like I do not agree. I I do not agree. So in this situation. I'll just let you take over because I don't, I'm not trying to make anything worse. Yeah. And for yeah. women, like they have a higher emotional intelligence than we do. So like mm-hmm. how they approach situations are way different than. Right. She, she had to yeah. teach me like, Jacob, don't get a tone of voice with them. Just talk to them normal. Because I even notice sometimes like if I get a tone or I raise my voice a little bit, hell's her, facial expression will change. I'm like, mm-hmm. I got to I got to relax. Like how does he know you're upset? Put that upset? fear in his heart. Fuck that. They can just tell. You could just tell. Just tell. You could. It's just. just it's that, like your dog. It's, it's that just parent a connection. It's yeah. They can uh, just tell. Like how he said with his, you know, you have a pet for so long. It's a connection you have. Bro, Max will not leave me alone since I've been in the house with this bike. Yeah. Like he is not. He's not left my side. Yeah. He don't want that to happen again. Nah. He's like nah, not gay. Nah. He's like this. The, this the last one. <laughs> but yeah, just situations like that, you can just tell. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, uh, how are you doing, Ash? Yeah, how are you? Yeah, you ain't going. We ain't going. Neither of us are going last this episode. Okay. Oh. Life is horrible. Um, you know, I go out to brunch every other day. Uh, <laughs> you know, making a lot of money now. Um, endless mimosas. Endless mimosas. mimosas. You know how that goes. Huh? No, uh, life's good though. You know, I'm probably at a eight today. I need some food in my life, per usual. Um, you always need some food in your life, bro. We, we record at a certain time. Like yeah, I gotta eat to start my day, but um, no, life's good. I got some uh, merch dropping in July. You guys stay tuned for that. Stay um, tuned. I'm in a really good place right now. And I'm just trying to not self-sabotage myself anymore. That's why I brought my topic up. Um, take my time differently, you know, and just appreciate being more present. That's really where I am right now. So, life's good, though. I hear that. I Gabe, hear that. for you? I mean, I started getting bit by my hand or that, by a dog that, on my hand. That was crazy. Um... It's all right, I guess, you know. I'm having a typical... No, I shouldn't say a typical week. I'm just having a... A week. A week, yeah, you know. <laughs> it's just one of those weeks where you just deal with some bullshit and you just mm-hmm. gather it up and you just put it aside. Keep and, it trucking. Yep, you know, and you either dwell on it or you just get over it and, you know, make it a speed bump. Mm-hmm. So, I would say my number is probably like a seven, like you, Jake. Um, but, I mean, outside of that, I got some family in town. I'm about to go to Cedar Point. Like you said, go be a taxi, do a bunch of stupid <laughs> ass CP. I ain't been to CP yet this summer. Me either. either I got to get going. I've had a couple of years. Well, the Jaxxers not up, so I'm not too thrilled about that. That's like the only reason. I'm more of a Stoke City guy, though. Yeah, I guess they want to go there, too. I think it's like 50 bucks for both. Yeah. I just I'm, enjoy being I'm out of water. Sure. Huh? That sounds low. I, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't, really I, didn't, I, didn't <laughs> I didn't buy the tickets. Hey, no, hey that's bucks, even better. You know yeah. yeah, everything you know, solid and black. That I'm glad to be back after two weeks, like you said. Too long. Mm-hmm. This never can happen. Kickball. Again. I'm two sorry. And oh. I'm sorry, guys. Oh yeah, kickball team undefeated. Probably the best to ever do it. Um, A softball yesterday. Two and zero. So. I'm getting back in the lab on mm-hmm. bo- on, 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 on my athletic shit now. So okay. Mm-hmm. Mr. Bilson, Kuwaku. Pretty good. Um, mm-hmm. Say I'm sitting between like a seven and an eight. Mentally, I'm pretty good. I think. I think the one thing that I kind of hate, but at the same time, it's a new challenge for me, is figuring out work-life balance. Mm-hmm. You know, I've only been in this job for about six months. We're now in the heat of construction season, so I'm at my busiest and. I want to enjoy myself. You know, I want to enjoy my time. 
but I also have the opportunity to make a lot of money. So I have to, you know, it's a battle because, you know, you don't want to burn yourself out by working too much, Mm-mm. but you don't want to miss the opportunities that are out there. Yeah. I'm not walking around downtown Cleveland three days a week, quote, inspecting restoration projects. I mean, I'm, I'm busy and it's fun, but, you know, I get off work, I'm tired, I don't want to do anything. And that's, that's where I need to work on, you know, one, my health. I think I need to start going to the gym because I have put on, you know, quite some pounds, as you mentioned. You mentioned it. A year ago, I was 170. I'm sitting at almost 220 right now. So I, yeah, I put on some weight. And, yeah. But know, it's like you're happier, though, I'm which ha- is okay, I'm right? I'm happy, but I want to be That's like happy. That, like that freshman 15. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to feel at my healthiest, and I don't right now. So, yeah. you know, I think that's why I sit between seven and eight. Oh, that's solid, man. Yeah. So, shout out to John. Shout out to John and Cliff. Shout out to John and Cliff. Oh yeah, yesterday we played uh, Clifton's kickball team. I play. I'm in two different kickball leagues now. Um, our team is ass. I'm not gonna lie. That team. That seems bad. Back to our yeah, drawing board. Cliff bad. said he busted y'all. Cliff Buster, yeah. Well, no, I'm saying his team. He said his team. No, his team. Yeah, I think the final score was like uh, eight to like. You trash. No, my team is. I know what I'm capable of. (laughs) No, it's fine. That's that's one loss. You can't carry your team. This is my first game with this team, so like next week chemistry. Yeah, I gotta I gotta reconstruct everything. But yeah, Yeah. we might not lose our on Monday, though. No, Monday. Monday I highly doubt it. Okay. Yeah. If we keep like everybody like low key where everybody be at, like we literally have the perfect setup. So, you guys out there viewing this, you know, want to come watch us at the Crusher Stadium every Monday, yep. six o'clock. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. for future uh, episodes, pay attention because we will be handing out free merchandise of It's On Us uh, podcast, along with Creative Genius and anyone else that would like to, you know, be a part of this collab with us. Yeah, most definitely. So, you know. all right. Until next time. Yeah. Hello everyone, this clip was brought to you by our sponsor, creativegeniusbrand.org, that's www.creativegeniusbrand.org. If you guys go on the website, click on the tab IOU, and get yourself some merch, and also shop along the website to support local business. Again, thank you guys for supporting and listening.